is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. And that it is. It is all about you and your thoughts, your ideas, your opinions, comments, criticisms. We're here for it all. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. We've been getting quite a few comments. Anytime you change programming, never fails. But uh, we did make some changes yesterday, just a couple. One, we replaced Hugh Hewitt's program. That's gotten the most response. And then we uh, brought back America's First News early in the morning from 3 to 6. So I know that's not a huge um, audience time, 3 to 6 a.m., but... It's an important time for many people, and we feel that America's First News is really a great way to start the day. Great lead-in to our morning news program here with Deanna Haralick. And then Mark Lee, Van Camp, and Robbins comes on at 9 a.m., 9 till noon now. And we've heard from some folks who really like it, have known about this show, and others who, uh, oh, all right, I'll check it out, and others who say, no, I'm not, I don't like this. Uh, but we're willing to take your thoughts on that or whatever is on your mind here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464 is our phone number, as always. And uh, getting us going here is not always, um, I guess, in tune with the, the opinions of many listeners here on KGMI, but he's a diehard talk radio fan. And uh, John in Ferndale gets us rolling today. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, and uh, and basically... My opinion is the majority opinion in the country, which is always, always nice. Um, uh, I, I was going to talk about that uh, morning show, but you have, a, you, you have a, 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 a cut from the show that you use as a promo with one of the MAGA morons, who, you know, one of the Blame America First people. They're talking about that Nord Stream 2 pipeline, and of course, accusing Biden of blowing it up. But you know what? The Russians aren't even saying that. They're accusing the English, the the, uh, the U.K., of blowing up their uh, pipeline. But we all know that they did it. So, But, yeah, the uh, the show, I listened to it this this morning. Well, all that I could stomach okay. uh, of, the, of, of the three idiots. And, yeah, they were talking about, again, about the uh, Paul Pelosi being attacked. And, of course, it doesn't make any sense to them, Joe. They've got... They've got lots of questions, you know. It just doesn't smell right to them. And uh, they uh, they had uh, that little excerpt from uh, MC Hammer's song, Can't Touch This, right? There's a part where, where he says, you know, hammer time. And so they had the hammer time in there, Joe. Because, you know, it's so funny when people, like, you know, attack the elderly with a hammer and almost bash their brains in. Yeah, I, I I couldn't see the the humor either. Okay. Um, but but yeah, it, it was uh, it was it was pretty sick. I mean, is there is there like a, a cruelty requirement in talk radio on the right before they'll let you on? Like you have to prove that okay, I'm not a nice person. I like to make fun of people who who get attacked. I mean, uh, well, I guess what it reminds me of it's typical for the the humor. That's on the right now. Did you did you, did you see Donald Trump Jr.'s hilarious Halloween costume idea? I did not know. It was I, oh, it was great, don't... Joe. It was a pair of underwear and a hammer, because you know people getting attacked oh. when they're old and they're highly good. I guess that's funny to yeah. people on the right because you know no heart whatsoever. Um, yeah, the uh, the N word. The use of it has exploded over on that uh, pro. What's that? What's that? Oh, it's the Twitter, right? The one where the richest man in the world, Elon Musk, re- uh, <laughs> tweeted about yeah about Paul uh, 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 Pelosi getting attacked, but it was really a gay lover, which isn't true. But Elon Musk, you know, he's a jerk too. So yeah, there's a. Uh, Jerk requirement filled, checked across the board. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I I don't know what what the other segments were. I could only like you know well, handle a little bit of it. They were yucking it up, and I was just going yuck. 
All right. All right, John. I, I figured I, I your, I figured your review would be something along those lines, but uh, all right. I have an answer for Michelle. Uh, on what? From yesterday where she was saying, like, well, why do my uh, sane friends, like, not want to talk to her anymore because she's voting for Republicans, right? Okay. Well, it's because we just had, like, a whole insurrection and they've made themselves perfectly clear about wanting to take away the right to choose the right to contraception and you know the right to be a lesbian michelle like uh they don't even want you to have that so you know that's that's why the the people on our side the sane side they just don't want to see you stumble into madness like the rest of the republican party all right john thanks for your call there uh let's go to in our We'll just move along. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Keith in let's see, is Keith? Yeah, Keith in Bellingham joins us now. Hey, Keith. Hey, Joe. Hey, just kind of curious. Uh, the last couple of mornings, I haven't heard Hugh Hewitt from nine to noon. That's right. We've switched this new show is uh, Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. They're a trio. Uh, they do their show in Portland, uh, and um, we. To be honest, Hugh Hewitt hadn't been well-received since we put him on, and we did put him in a tough spot. He took over that time slot after Rush Limbaugh passed away. And uh, and the show is delayed for three by three hours, um, and it's pretty pretty East Coast-centric. We figured that, you know, pretty focused on what's happening in Washington, D.C. We And we just felt that this was a show that um, is, uh, well, it is a different, it's a different presentation, obviously, than Hugh Hewitt. Yeah, but, um, it, it is, and it's somewhat entertaining. I would just tell you that uh, the intellectual level got notched down about 50%, okay. you know, yeah. and, you know, that's my personal opinion. I just have always appreciated his balance and okay. and um, and perspective, so I miss it. But, but the other thing is I don't pay the bills you do, so uh, you get to make the choice. All right. Well, it's good to hear from you, Keith. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, let's see. we got a few minutes. Let's go to uh, Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's Joe today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. John got on there, and I had to respond. He was pretty rude to Tim. I he, The soundbite he's talking about is when Tim is mentioning. Yeah, it was on my promo for this show. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, so Tim's a MAGA moron. So, yeah, he's telling Michelle that. People don't like him because he's a voting Republicans, and of course, Republicans are just pure evil in John's eyes. So he's saying to do one thing and doing the other. And he's pretty visceral. I mean, I don't hear really anybody else on this show denigrating other people to the extent that John does. It's pretty lame. I mean, you've got opinions, and that's fine, but you don't have to call somebody a moron. I mean, you can think it. We all think other yeah. people are, you know, not yeah. smart, and you, but you don't hate them, and you. At the very least, you feel sorry for them because maybe they're misinformed. But I don't know. It, it's I don't okay. know. It's it's crazy. I I, I well, would love to sit down with him and talk to him one day and just figure out why he thinks what he thinks because it's so very odd. You know, you can't have fun like this new show in the morning. I don't mind it. It's okay. A little more satire. A little not quite as deep. But maybe it is good to make fun of current events a little bit to lighten the mood. I mean, if we took everything overly serious we'd all be nuts i mean you got to crack a joke at a few things here and there well There's i would agree irony. and i think and on one hand i think playing hammer time during you know when you're discussing this attack on nancy pelosi's husband sure it's not in the best you know it's right. not the best taste but it's not awful i mean and, right. and I, well, he, he not, might not like having a, a who knows maybe head, head the, hanging there right remember the bloody head of trump well, yeah, ago, I mean, we made it not even close to that. Yeah, and it's like, but I, I, at the same time, I agree with you. I think we could have a little more, you know, just a little more civil discussion and treat each other a little bit nicer. And we've gotten to our, you know, our discourse has gotten to be very coarse. Uh, in, well, nationally, you know. yes, the national politics is so divisive now. It, I think it started that way about ten years ago, and it's just been on a downhill slope. And the amount of hatred. Trump has got to be the most hated man in America. All the Democrats viscerally hate him. Some Republicans viscerally hate him. I mean, it's just now they're, you heard on the news his tax returns are in the news again, right? Mm -hmm. I have an idea that there is information in his tax returns that would make a lot of government people look really bad. And that's why you never 
It's not released and it's under continuing audit. Is so goes the story, because he's a deal maker, right? Art of the deal, and trade this, do that. You know, give something to somebody, and if I do this for you, you do that for me. So I bet there's it deals would be exposed that would make a lot of people look really bad because he's so hated. Somebody would have leaked that tax return by now. You would think somebody would have leaked it. Everything else gets leaked around here, and heck, he has uh, documents in Mar-a-Lago that are. Uh, top secret, and that somehow comes to light, but his tax return is still a secret. That's pretty amazing. Well, I guess so. Um, I don't know that uh, his tax returns would said you know would would reflect poorly on others. Maybe. Oh, why else I, wouldn't it have been released well, by now if that weren't the case? I mean, they hate the guy, right? So they want to get it out there to make him look bad. So if it was going to make him look bad, wouldn't it have already been out there? Well, you know, you have to. I think when it comes to Donald Trump, you have to admit that if anybody who really speaks ill about him in any way, shape, or form immediately comes under attack from him. He's not exactly this Which this does, person not a who. Whole lot of, what does that do? Nothing. He can well, say whatever. It has no. Sure, but I mean, it's not. Dragon. I don't know to paint him as this 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 uh, poor victim to. Uh, well, not saying know, he's a victim, but I say very everybody's ire just for no reason. I mean. I mean, if you're if if you're in the opposing party, you're literally the scum of the earth. You're crazy. You're that that's whatever right. kind exactly of nicknames or what whatever they. That's what they say about him. The absolutely no. most hated person in American history, I think. Uh, well, no, but no I mean, end. that's what he. That's how he refers to people opposed to him, and even yeah, opposed to his policies or in the other party. I mean, you have to look at it from that perspective too. I mean, well, that's true. He's far from perfect, but. The well, amount, the lengths to which people go to okay. talk crap about him is just woof, it's amazing. All right, okay. he's not even president. Forget about him, like John needs to forget about him. Well, too. I think like, that's whatever. right, and not even worry about what his son is yeah, doing for Halloween and all that stuff. Thanks, Rich. Good to hear from you. Uh, let's. Well, I, I'm going to take a quick break. We got uh, well, Michelle's called in. We got Tim. We got Jim, and we'll have room for you. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in a moment. His commitment to Northwest Washington dates back five generations. Our Congressman Rick Larson. Brought up in a family of eight kids, Rick was raised with the value of hard work. The same way Rick and his wife Tia raised their own two boys. Larson understands the pressures facing families when it comes to the rising cost of living. And why he just passed the new Inflation Relief Act that starts lowering costs by reducing prescription drug prices for Washington seniors. And caps insulin costs at $35. Rick sees the big picture. That's why he just helped pass bipartisan legislation bringing semiconductor manufacturing back to America. Larson's bill eases supply chain issues and means more good-paying jobs, all while lowering prices on cars and electronics. Common sense. Practical solutions for working families and local business. That's always been Rick's approach to making a difference for growing our local economy. Rick Larson, Congress. I'm Rick Larson, and I approve this message. Paid for by citizens to elect Rick Larson. Hey, the biggest shopping event of the year is happening this Thursday at DeWard and Bodie. And if you're listening to this right now, there's still time to get your tickets. DeWard and Bodie's third annual Black Friday Early Access Shopping Event kicks off this Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. at their Bellingham Meridian Showroom. Reserve your free tickets right now on DeWard and Bodie's website or Facebook page. Hi, it's Dave from Cafe This Morning. Come by and see me. I'll be there broadcasting live. And we'll even set you up with raffle tickets for the world pool front load laundry set giveaway or the Tempur-Pedic mattress they're giving away. Plus, 100% of raffle ticket proceeds are going to benefit the Bellingham nonprofit Blue Skies for Children. There'll be live cooking demonstrations by local chefs, local craft beer from Boundary Bay, and best of all, you'll get to shop Black Friday deals on appliances, mattresses, barbecues, and more with just a three-hour pricing window. Reserve your free tickets under Warden Bodie's website or Facebook page now. I'll see you there this Thursday at 5 p.m. I'm at Warden Bodie's Meridian Showroom. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy, with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all, 
Learn more at psc.com slash together. AirTech Heating is a premier Linux dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Linux dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Right back to the phones. Let's go to Craig over in Squim. Hi, Craig. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Doing all right. What's on your mind today? Okay, I've talked to you over the past couple of years about Hugh Hewitt, and we weren't very happy with him. And I'm so glad to see him uh, take lead, if you will. Okay. And uh, the, the, the two fellows you have on now are... There's something else. I like them. Okay. All right. So positive. Actually, there are three of them. It's uh, Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was very surprised when I turned the radio on the other morning, and I was, whoa, isn't that great? All right. And I've talked to you before. I sang a little ditty about being a liberal man up in Bellingham. So (laughs) I don't know if you remember that. I think I do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you, Joe, and uh, Keep up the good work. Good to hear from you, Craig. Thanks for calling. And, and yeah, put get that back out. Pull it, dust that off. We'll I'd like to hear it again. Let's go to uh, Tim and Everson. Hey, Tim. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Doing well. I'm the MAGA moron, apparently. <laughs> That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny because. Oh wait, let me back up one second. Okay. Gordon Deal, big thumbs up. Okay. The the other show, jury's still out. Okay, that's fair. Okay, there you go on that. Okay. But it's kind of funny how I'm the MAGA moron when John doesn't know a lick about me. And he starts off his little tirade by saying it must be a prerequisite to attack and hate people to be a Republican. And then the rest of his time, he attacks and hates on people. So I find that a little bit funny, a little bit ironic. And furthermore, then I found it even funnier because then he cites a report that said we didn't blow up the pipeline. But the report he's citing is a Russian report that said a British boat did it. So he's following Russian news now. So, I mean, Rich kind of stole some of my thunder, but chill out, John. Quit being such a hater. That's all all I got, Joe. All right, Tim. (laughs) Thanks, man. And uh, once again, I think it was – I. think it was probably an international uh, crime syndicate like Spectre that uh, did it just to rouse up this right, you know, arouse the suspicions of the two sides and uh, and royal international politics and relations. But uh, let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. I guess I'm calling from darkness, according to John. Uh, he said, or madness, I think he said descent into madness is what he said. Uh, another person uh, said, oh, you've descended into darkness, and that's why I may have lost a friend. But I called because um, he he doesn't, with all respect to John, and I certainly do respect him, and I especially respect his uh, service to our country in the Navy, but I really think it's crazy to talk the way he talked about gay people because it's one, you know, same-sex marriage is approved by 71% of our population now, according to, I think it was a Gallup, but it was a major poll taken recently. But as far as being gay, you know, in my case, being a gay woman uh, or a lesbian, as the term goes, uh, that has nothing to do with the Republicans. There is no way in the world, short of uh, turning into um, a theocracy like Iran, that being gay is ever going to be illegal in this country. And besides that, if you're gay, you're gay. You you can only control your behavior. You can't control your orientation. I've been gay my whole life. 
and um, I'm very dignified, but, you know, always have been. But anyway, I was just going to say the reason that I I um, voted for some GOP people was very simple. When it comes to inflation, you can adjust your budget or you can do – there's a lot of things you can do to cope with inflation. I'm not saying it's good. I don't like it, but you can cope with it, and I have. But you cannot do anything about crime unless the police are, uh, you know, have a, enough uh, officers to handle it, unless the politicians are determined to stamp it out as much as possible. I mean, we'll never get rid of it entirely. We've had crime since, you know, the beginning of mankind in the Bible, you know. But I'm just saying that, you know, John has no concept that the only I'm not saying all de- I'm not saying Democrats like crime. I'm just saying that many of them are very naive about criminals. And I'm not. I've dealt with criminals my whole life in the media, and I can tell you right now, some of them can be rehabilitated, but many of them are are well, let's just say they're either very foolish, very ignorant or very uh, very evil, one or the other in some cases. And I just think that it's absolutely absurd to take a person like me who's doing my level best as uh, one of the more informed citizens and somebody who's worked very, very hard to, um, you know, uh, try to eliminate or at least tamp down crime. And, uh, you know, it's just ridiculous for John to criticize me for voting GOP because the Democrats, in most cases, will not they're the ones who caused all this crime spike, especially after George Floyd was murdered in May of uh, 2020 in Minneapolis. I mean, a horrible thing to hear in the news. I was so appalled I couldn't believe it. But nevertheless, it was no excuse for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of police officers being wounded and riots and looting. And all of that continued forever in Portland. And, and uh, you know, it's just created a huge problem in this country. So I just want John to know that voting for the GOP in this case was trying to deal with the most serious problem facing our nation, which is, without a doubt in my mind, crime. Because we've had more crime in the last few years than we've ever had in this nation on on a uh, overall basis and I uh, don't know, you know if so statistics forth. bear that out that's a that I, that well, we've had more crime anyway, than any time in the nation I believe it's been worse than the I believe it's I, been worse than the roaring 20s and the 30s um but anyway okay. uh that's the previous time that we had the most crime was you know during the uh, great Depre- beginning of the great depression uh, the Roaring Twenties and the Thirties, we had an awful lot of crime there, partly because of the, uh, you know, the alcohol prohibition. But I'm just saying that we we have a dangerous, dangerous situation. But let me ask you, Michelle, do you honestly expect if, say, if Republicans take over Congress, uh, both houses, do you expect there will be this flurry of bills and, and initiatives to deal with crime? Do you really think that that's going to be what we'll do. see? Or do you, th- do you think this is— I absolutely believe it. You really think it's All more than Republic- just campaign rhetoric? I do. All the Republicans I know, and I know a great many of them all over the West Coast, every single one of them has talked to me about crime, okay. about the problems, and and it's just they are incredibly concerned about crime. Now, I'm not saying Democrats aren't, because I know a lot of my Democratic friends that are concerned, too. But anyway, I know a lot of my Democratic friends have voted GOP this term, this midterm. And I just think, okay. uh, I well, do think, right, Joe, right. I do think so. All right, Michelle. Um, all right, we have given your chance to to lobby lobby voters for the the Republican side. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. We got other folks on the line, and we want to hear from you. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Ooh, hey, Paul! Fancy seeing you here at Volley's. Planning to play a little pickleball? Oh, hi, Howard. Great to see you too. But what's this? Stuck in line? Oh my! What a pity. Looks like you might not get onto a court until closing time. Yeah, well... I better be off. Don't want to miss my reservation on court two. Got to get to work on my dink shot from the kitchen. Hope to see you at the office tomorrow. If you're not still, 
waiting in line. <laughs> Paul doesn't have time to wait in line for a pickleball court, and neither do you. Become a monthly member at Volley for only $99 a month. Members at Bellingham's largest new pickleball sports center can reserve courts four weeks in advance and avoid the lines. Volley, your year-round location for competitive and recreational pickleball, cornhole, dart, shuffleboard, and state-of-the-art golf simulator is now open. That's right, Volley's 24,000 square feet of indoor fun is now open seven days a week. To learn more and sign up for league play, visit V-O-L-L-I-Bellingham.com. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Al Ostrander here, retired law enforcement and small farmer. We all know life is getting expensive. Healthcare costs are out of control, and that's why Sharon Shoemake capped the price of drugs like insulin in our state. Sharon Shoemake isn't afraid to stand up to big corporations like tobacco and drug companies. Now they're spending record amounts on attack ads on TV and in your mailbox. Don't believe their lies. I trust Sharon Shoemake. She works for you and me, not the big corporations. Paid for by people for Sharon, Democrats. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC and Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday, November 1st. Where did October go? Well, we want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How's it going? Doing well? What's on your mind? Yes, I having to catch an interesting little 10 minutes of TV last night. Uh, Gore Vidal was on. It was a broadcast on Johnny Carson. Uh, he was on Johnny Carson's show for about seven minutes. Okay. And it was back in 1980. And one of the things he said, well, I can mention the, hmm. the thing that isn't what I believe because uh, it's pretty hard for anyone to be perfect in their prognostications 100% of their time, but he was saying that uh, in 1980, he was looking forward to having the turnout during presidential elections, not midterms, but presidential elections. And if uh, we only got about 50, a little over 50 percent of the vote of the, the eligible voters that voted in the previous election year to elect Carter. And so he thought once it goes down below 50 percent or half, then it'll the, uh, the whole system will lose its legitimacy, and then they will call for a constitutional convention that we thought would uh, possibly could get some better things than we have now because okay. we're, we're living through the, the times where, you know, the, the electoral college is archaic, uh, and it's always been uh, uh, the Constitution was made by rich men, rich white men, to favor rich white men, and so it really hasn't. Uh, doesn't that much good sense, although through hard work and a lot of lost lives, some progress has been made, but it's not indelible that it'll never uh, go away again. So uh, I thought Dorvidal was a great man. Uh, and and he also said uh, the people that choose the uh, presidents are these days, he mentioned back then it was uh, the Chase Manhattan Bank uh, vets and chooses the Republican candidate, and the Rockefeller family chooses the Democratic candidate. 
Yeah. And so he was pretty, I think he was right on. You have to check it with a little bit of flexibility. Uh, but a lot of people never think of those thoughts. They just say, yeah, I'm out there, you know, voting and we're all going to get the right result based on our true uh, inclinations. And and uh, money does dominate our politics, though. And until we get that out of the way, uh, it's going to be difficult. And I, I'm going to vote Democratic. Not everyone that thinks like me will. Uh, but, you know, I don't agree with the war in Ukraine the way it went. There's a whole story behind that that's never told on uh, either of the uh, the uh, Fox or uh, MSNBC and CNN. They won't touch it. And it, it, it involves Scott Ritter and John Pilger, who I read some of what he said on last night. Very good people. You can look them up on the Internet. So okay. All uh, right. that's a mouthful, and I thank you for letting me talk. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to JT in Bellingham. Hi, JT. Well, good afternoon, Joe. Yeah, you got some thoughts on the Pelosi incident? Well, I, I grew up in San Francisco Bay Area, and uh, you know MC Hammer. He used to hang out in front of the Oakland Coliseum. That's where he started at oh, as a okay. break dancer. Hmm. But sort sort of like the tuba man, the the one that uh, yeah. died tragically down in Seattle. Right. Yeah. You know the but um, he was a busker. what I wanted to say about the the inconsistencies. Uh, you know, I'll just say. In parentheses, why I consider it more likely than not that it's a psyop, another Democratic yeah. Party psyop. Like uh, that's what I consider the January sixth uh, quote quote insurrection, as they like to call it. Really? But okay. I, I mean, I understand the forces behind it. The Democrats believe in democracy. The Republicans believe in a representative republic. They're two very different forms of government. And it, but anyway. Another inconsistency showed up today that I thought was pretty interesting. An article, an interview with the neighbors there on in Pacific Heights, uh, which is a uh, neighborhood, in uh, exclusive neighborhood in San Francisco where Pelosi lives, yeah. Paul and Nancy. And they talk about having three and four uh, black cars around it and intense security and 24-7 uh, going back 10 years. Um, so... You know, in other words, um, that that you know, nonstop. That that was a real interesting. The guy across the street interviewed. Another one was today. Um, David DePap or whatever they call him. Um, he's a illegal uh, citizen. He's from Canada, but with no papers, but living here on a uh, expired visa. Uh, he was arraigned in court, no shackles. Oh, this was the I mean, atta- the alleged attacker. Yeah, oh. the guy in the underwear. Well, the uh, now the issue of the underwear, I don't believe, has been officially uh, announced that he was wearing underwear. <laughs> but well, oh, I well, don't they know. fought back and forth on that. But uh, it's kind of well, even uh, if he had pants on, he'd still be have underwear on anyway, right? Well, I guess so. Yeah, but with that, he was <laughs> only in clad in his underwear, but. All right. Uh, I guess the the issue, thanks, JT, but the issue of security does, uh, it, it raises some question, I guess, why wasn't there better security? I still, I think if we're going to be concerned about crime, then especially the party that's made crime a centerpiece of its, uh, its campaign this year, shouldn't it be concerned about an 82-year-old man being attacked and beaten in his own home? Shouldn't that be the the first issue here, but um, uh, rather than uh, trying to figure out how it couldn't possibly have been what it's what it was, it was a, the attack, a, a criminal attack uh, on someone in their own home. But throwing that out there, we want to hear from you. Let's go to David in Bellingham. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going, Joe? Good, good. What are your thoughts here today? Um, was it uh, John from Ferndale who was on like four or five calls ago? Uh, at the very beginning of the show, yeah, we had John on. Uh, was he the one saying, talking about the uh, mega morons? He, the, the, the term did did leave his lips, yes. I, I distinctly remember him saying that he was, you know, pretty much saying there's no need for that. And anyone to say that about the caller before, or maybe it was the other John, um, but then he goes to call him a MAGA moron. It's like, you're a hypocrite. 
he was trying to call out, you know, him for saying the word moron, but then you go ahead and just use the same word. I I, I hear the I, I understand the the inconsistency and I think you're you're fair to call it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's just kind of funny. All right, I David. Think. All right, appreciate it. Thanks. And I think right. yeah, Have I think I think we could uh yeah, concentrate on less name calling, a little more um uh, but you know, I mean I'm not going to put limits or laws in place here on this show, but and and how we address each other I guess is up to us as individuals, but I think we'll just our whole conversation will be a lot more productive and enjoyable, I think, if we don't, you know, kind of avoid the name calling. Um, I've got to take a quick break. I got Rick on the line. We'll get right to you, Rick. We got other folks calling in. We'll get to, to them as well. And hopefully you, 360-676-5464. Back in just a moment. As a board-certified OBGYN doctor, my professional life's work centers on women's reproductive health. I've seen what happens when unqualified people attempt to do a doctor's work. It results in ruptured uteruses and even death. The Democrats recently passed legislation threatening women's reproductive health by allowing any uncertified, untrained, or unlicensed health care provider to perform an abortion on young girls and low-income women and exempts them from criminal liability. This means abortionist Kermit Gosnell, who pleaded guilty to avoid the death penalty and was convicted of the murders of three infants who were born alive and the manslaughter death of a woman during an abortion, would go free in our state. This is not about women's rights. It's about providing safety for women and girls who make this difficult decision. This November, vote Republican to overturn this flawed law. While abortion may be legal in Washington state, it should not be unsafe. No candidate authorized this ad. Paid for by the Washington Freedom Pact. Top five contributors, John Connolly, Craig Phillips, Lisa Phillips, Jeff Wilson, Mike Patton. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. This is Sharon Shoemake. Be organized, but we do more than that. We get crazed. Sharon Shoemake raised sales taxes, raised property taxes, and raised capital gains taxes. We were crazed. Sharon Shoemake even voted to raise gas taxes another 50 cents, in spite of the record high prices we already pay. That's just crazy. Not crazed enough. I'm Simon Sepsik, and I'm running for Senate because we've had enough crazy. Working families are barely getting by, and the politicians who are supposed to work for you keep making things worse. I'll fight to make life more affordable. I'll lower middle class taxes, increase the supply of affordable housing, protect agriculture, and fight for lower gas costs. Because you deserve to thrive, not just survive. My name is Simon Sefcik, and it's time politicians stopped being crazy and started fighting for you. Paid for by Simon for Senate Republican. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday, the 1st of November. And let's go right back to the phones. Rick in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Rick. Oh, hi. Yeah, I just wanted to respond to something that Michelle said. You know, about the majority of Americans supporting, you know, gay rights. But, you know, majority of Americans also support um, abortion. And you can see what, you know, what happened there. And the, 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 God, why can't I think, you know, what they based, what they based 
gay rights on was the same thing that they based abortion rights on, and that was privacy. And, you know, and there are also there is a, a, a lot of people who, who think that, you know, that sexual orientation is a choice and it's not a matter of nature. So, you know, you know, she, you know, Michelle can very, very easily, you know, lose her, at least, you know, the, lose her constitutional right to, you know, to, to being openly gay. Yeah, and I mean, it's a very, 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 very easy thing because Clarence Thomas said as much that, that you know, that a lot of those other rights are based on the same, the same principle as abortion rights are are based on. He did make that comment, and uh, at least the the issue of of marriage or um, uh, you know uh, legal even legal unions uh, and recognition of of uh, gay unions as having legal status Mm -hmm. that could potentially be in uh, in some peril. Um, I know that there are Republicans in Congress that have said that they would be willing to vote. For legislation, but it hasn't been. It hasn't happened. No, and, and I don't know. You got to think that, depending on the court, if even if say even if there were, um, if Congress were to pass and the president sign a bill legalizing abortion in the United States, I mean, would that stand constitutional muster in in the face of this court? I don't know. That's yeah. a question for. A uh, better legal mind than um, than mine, but yeah, uh, yeah, because you know, you know, Trent, you know, Trent, Trent Lott made it made a comment that that if the Republicans get control of the Senate, you know, in twenty twenty two, he's he's gonna he's gonna introduce a bill to outlaw, you know, um, abortion nationwide. Well, wouldn't been Trent Lott? He's retired, hasn't he? He's not in the. Uh, who's um? Not Trent. Okay, who, Lott. Who's, who's 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 the guy that's fighting the um? That that that's that's fighting, uh, giving de- uh, giving a deposition in, in in Georgia. Who is that? Um, Whoever that is, that that's the guy. Oh, who, oh, uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. That's it. That I'm sorry. Yeah, well, my he mistake. Did. Yeah, he did mention yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that they're uh, calling for a, a ban on abortion after a certain period. But yeah, and then, right. and then and then you know, with, within a couple of weeks of him saying that, you know, that that abortion now belongs, you know, to the. You know, uh, for the states to decide. I mean, you know, what a friggin' hypocrite. All right. Thanks, Okay, Rick. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate your call. Let's go to uh, Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? I'm doing well. couple quick, real quick comments. You know, okay. the, what the Supreme Court is deciding is that any rights that are not specifically listed in the Constitution, which are the right to religious freedom, the right to privacy, free speech, free expression, the Bill of Rights. If it's not in the Bill of Rights, it's up to the states to decide for themselves whether they would like to do it or not like to do it. It's much just like marijuana. Twenty-six states decided they wanted to do it. The other states decided they didn't want to do it. And it's up to the individual states to decide. And that way you have more local representation. You know, the people in one area of the country do not feel like people in the other area of the country. You know, that's why some people decide not to live in the Bible Belt and decide to live in a more liberal state. But see, that's what makes America great, is because there's room here for everybody and for all of us, right? So some states will restrict abortion, and they don't want to have it. Other states will have it up to the ninth month, and that's the way it should be. That way, everybody has equal protection under the law. Well, and that's um, that's that's the I think that's the crux of it is equal protection and equal access to to services that are and in in this case what was found by the previous court and courts successive over almost fifty years was that there is a right to privacy and that this is uh, an area that falls within that right. So it was found to be. And I know people say there was no, there's no, no con- constitutional right to abortion. Well, for a 50-year f- a term, a 49-year period, there was, there was a right found to where it, that the government didn't have standing to interfere in a person's decision in that area. Now, this court has, has changed that and taken that back, but... Um, but and- the, that, and that's... I think the same should have been happened with, you know, if that's the standing, it should be the same with the vaccines. And all of a sudden we saw that dissipate the right to privacy. So, 
But but that's not the reason I even called. I just got okay. off topic because of everyone else. I wanted to agree with Michelle okay. to speak about crime. Okay. And, you know, I wanted to remind everybody, Democrats voted 50 to 49 to send stimulus checks to violent, incarcerated inmates, sexual predators, and then released thousands of prisoners early, while at the same time defunding the police. Now Democrats actually oppose bail and even fund bail for criminals. And wow. people are wondering why we have a record number of carjackings, car thefts, where was, homicides. Where was, the, where was the, act, the vote to release the violent criminals and now the, the money to pay for their bail and all this? I don't know where that's all coming from. Because these decisions are made, I mean, bail is that's a decision made by a judge. It's not made by uh, by lawmakers. Well, they're eliminating cash bail, just like in New York. They're they're trying to eliminate cash bail. It's part of what they call their safety act. Well, that's something for them to deal with in Illinois. I don't know that that uh, is a plank in the Democratic platform across the country. How do you send stimulus checks to inmates that are you know already have their housing and their food and everything taken care of for them? When they're struggling families that are following the law and doing everything they're supposed to out here that are suffering, but they're sending stimulus checks to inmates, and then in their voting rights legislation, now they want to allow inmates to also get an election ballot. And that really explains everything. They're just trying to get inmates to vote for them and also the illegal immigrants that are coming over here. They're trying to do that in New York and California. They're letting non-Americans vote in elections so Democrats can try to stay in power. Well, okay. I... (laughs) All right. I, I, okay. We'll leave, leave that where it is. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate the thoughts. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more here on KG Mike Next. We'll have time to take your call. 360-676-5464. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Lindale Glass is your premier window and door company in Whatcom and Skagit County. With over 35 years of professional installation experience, you can rely on the dedicated employees at Lindale Glass to provide an exceptional install. Lindale Glass features Milgard windows and doors, leading the industry with innovative, high-quality products. You can be assured of a product that is customized for your home. No shortcuts, no gimmicks, just excellent service and exceptional quality from Milgard. Visit a Lindale showroom to learn more or online at lindaleglass.com. Hi, I'm Dan Johnson, running for state representative. With increased crime, the cost of living, and students falling behind, our state is heading in the wrong direction. This November, you decide where we go from here. As your next state representative, I will fix these issues. Instead of defunding police and releasing dangerous criminals from prison, I will support law enforcement and give them back the tools they need to keep dangerous criminals off the street. Rather than add more taxes that increase the cost of living, I'll vote to cut property taxes, sales tax, and the gas tax. If you hear this and think, I could sure use a break right now, I'm right there with you because you won't get this from my opponent. My opponent works directly for Governor Jay Inslee. We can't afford another two years of more anti-police laws, higher gas taxes, and more fees that add to the cost of living. If you want something different out of Olympia, you need someone who will vote differently in Olympia. I'm Dan Johnson, and I would be honored to be your next state representative. Paid for by Dan Johnson. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. we got time to take your calls. We've got a few minutes anyway left here on our program on this Tuesday. And just looking at some of the crime rates, and I've talked about crime rates, uh, reported crime rates in different states, and how, well, just take the top 10 states as far as crime rates overall crime rates and the bulk of them are red states i'm just saying uh and you've got oklahoma that has uh and texas states that have higher crime rates than california and new york and um now i'm just looking at um and i'm not saying that crime isn't an issue and that it's hey ignore this nothing to see here i'm not saying that i think we do need to be concerned with crime here in our community 
Uh, I think we need a new jail, and they're working on a plan. In fact, you can take a um, a survey. The uh, the county uh, committee that is working on, uh, and I'll try to get it up here before uh, before the end of the program. Uh, see if I can get a link, and we do have a link on a a news story on our website about this. Um, but there is, uh, you can uh, give your input on this. Uh, yeah, it's a, let's see, how should incarceration change in Whatcom County? And you can find this on the the Whatcom County website too. Uh, it's a survey that you can take and uh, give your, your take on, um, uh, well, you can take the survey and give your take on public safety here in uh, our community, which is where it really matters. I mean, when it comes down to it, but just looking at overall in the United States, crime rates have been on a pretty steady decline uh, from the ni- 1980. was pretty high. And this is overall, this is property crimes. And this is uh, nationwide, once again. Uh, 1980, uh, up around um, over 5,000 per 100,000 residents, uh, property crimes. That fluctuated a bit, but hung up in the, in that area, you know, up and down between uh, fifty five hundred to forty five hundred crimes per one hundred thousand persons through the nineteen eighties. Then it started to decline through the nineteen nineties, through the two thousands, steadily declining through the twenty teens, and um, as of twenty twenty, was at about two thousand per one hundred thousand persons. So uh, less than half of what it had been a couple decades before, a few decades before. Violent crime stayed pretty flat uh, through that time. This is uh, from usafacts.org. But um, once again, go to that website. uh, Go to the county website. Um, It's um, whatcomcounty.us. And you can take this survey. It doesn't take long. Uh, That will help uh, this committee as they... By and large, decide on uh, on you know the configuration of a new jail, that sort of thing, and uh, what might be brought before voters. There's also going to be, uh, and the deadline is this Friday, November fourth, to take that survey, and there is going to be a public meeting as well, um, and I'll have to get that information. But that's on our website as well, and that's also on the Whatcom County website. So give it a check. And uh, that's all the time we have today. We got a caller just came in, but we don't have time to take the call. But uh, give us a ring back tomorrow, and uh, we'll get you on the air with whatever's on your mind, whatever your ideas are, whatever your opinions may be. That's our MO here on KGMI Connects. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.